was gone. And I don't know how the information spread. Within a day, the whole of Kolebu knew. You see how gossip can be a demon. On class pages, they were discussing it. Alumni, alumni pages, they were discussing the fact that Dr. Leslie has lost all his money. And you know, just a week before, I had done Daughter of Destiny Summit. And the theme we worked with was, I shall recover it all. So I told my wife that, look, I can't preach I shall recover it all for two, three days. And this thing will happen to me, and I will not live what I have preached. I told her, you watch, in the next few days, God is going to do something. Because, you see, it was becoming embarrassing. The way everybody was talking about the fact that I, he's lost his money, and this and this, and people will send you, oh, we are sympathizing, and this and this and that and that. <laughs> it was becoming embarrassing. I told my wife, no, once I have preached, I shall recover it, or I will recover it. Oh, just, was it a day or two after, afterwards? Somebody that I barely knew, somebody say barely knew, <laughs> walked up to me with a brown envelope. He said, oh, I want to dash you this money. And it's not like that person even knew about, that person didn't even come from this country. So she didn't know about what had happened. She just came and said, oh, just say, initially I was like, ah, what is this? So I didn't even look at it. Initially, later I opened it. Hey, fresh hundred dollar bills. When I counted the money and I did the conversion, it was exactly double of what I had lost. And I remember the scripture that said, For your shame, I shall give you double. I pray that that will be your testimony. You see, this one, you can't say anything but to say it's supernatural, it's God. It has to be God. These must be daily occurrences in our lives. And you see, for you to see the supernatural power of God, there are certain things, there are certain keys that can unlock the supernatural. There are certain keys. One of them is that you must be hungry for the supernatural. Those who are not hungry for the supernatural, they walk. You see, the thing is that as for the power of God is there. The, the, the supernatural, the, 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 the line between the supernatural and the natural can be so thin that sometimes you can mistake one for the other. The Bible says some of you have entertained angels unawares. So for you know, the person sitting next to you may be an angel. Ask the person, are you a human being or are you an angel? <laughs> some of you have entertained angels unawares. That means you can be having a very supernatural experience and you will make a mistake and mistake it for a, a natural one. One of the most supernatural encounters anybody can have is to hear the audible voice of God. And Samuel was one of those few people who had the privilege of hearing the audible voice of God. But look at Samuel. God is speaking to you audibly like this. And you say, it's Eli. Eli's voice. <laughs> Eli's voice I'm trying to show you that the line between the natural and the supernatural can be so thin those who experience it are those who are hungry for it and are open to it yeah you need to be hungry don't be satisfied with ordinary Christianity something must happen in your life that you can just look back and say this one it is the hand of God something must happen 
upon all the experiences he had had, written books, healed the sick, raised the dead, had gone into heaven and back, all kinds of things that many people can only dream of, he could still open his mouth and say, brethren, I do not consider myself to have apprehended, but leaving the things that are behind, I press on for the things that are ahead. There are higher heights and there are deeper depths. I was telling you on Wednesday that many of us, and when we go to pray, the things we ask God for, it's like we are kids. We are kids. Oh, we ask for visa, husband, financial breakthrough. Those are little, little things for God. And I gave you the example that if I gave my son, who is a child, and a lot of us are behaving like children when it comes to the things of God. If I give him the choice to choose between my car and a toy car, nice remote control toy car, at this level, is the toy car he'll pick. Because he doesn't see the use of that car, the big car itself. But you that are more mature, if I give you that choice, you will pick the car. Because for you, that, so all of us, most of the time, the things we are asking God for are toy car things. Tell somebody to stop asking God for toy car things. There are higher heights and there are deeper depths. Those who were very close to God and the things that excited them were not the usual. Moses was obsessed with seeing the glory of God. He said, God, show me your glory. I want to see your glory. Those were the things that made them excited. Those were the things that moved them. You must start desiring to have angelic visitations. Some of those things, when you have them, there's no way somebody like Mary could have backslidden. Angel comes to stand in front of you like that. Some of you, you will not see because you will die. When you see the angel, your heart alone. <laughs> you are there and suddenly your room just lights up like that. Angel standing by. Hey. <laughs> But we must desire such things. Hallelujah. We must desire to see visions. Desire to have dreams. We are too blind as Christians. Things happen and they take us by surprise. But you see, the thing is that some of the things that they are happening, but because we are not open to that realm of the supernatural, we, a lot of times you say, oh, and ne so so and so. What is he seeing your soul? It is supernatural. Say it's supernatural. And later you realize that, ah, this thing that I was feeling, it has come to pass. You meet somebody and you have a certain feeling about the person. Sometimes very detailed things. And you take it for granted. Oh, this one is just... Later you find out, ah, no. It must have been God speaking to me. You see, somebody, a lot of you get... Intimidated when somebody comes to stand in front of me and say, and God told me, and God said, and God said, you feel so unspiritual. You've been having similar experiences, but you, you say that it is so. But he will say, and God told me. Because they are open to that realm of the supernatural, and they are ready to receive what God has to tell them. Every believer is prophetic. Say that with me. Every believer is prophetic. I don't mean every believer is a prophet. Being prophetic is not the same as being a prophet. Being a prophet is an office. Every believer is prophetic. What I'm trying to tell you is that every believer hears from God. 
And I've told you here before that once you have sinned before, it means you can hear in the spirit. Because the devil spoke to you and went and did that thing. And the devil is a spirit. So if you can hear the devil, it means you can hear God too when he speaks. Hallelujah. Just that you have, as part of the series, I'll teach you how to hear from God. How to hear the voice of God. You realize that you've been hearing God, uh, just that you don't trust yourself enough. That is really the voice of God you are hearing. But you can't have a father who is not on speaking terms with you. What kind of father would that be? He's not on speaking terms with you. So we must be hungry for the supernatural. We must be hungry. And we must be open. Everybody say open. A lot of times when you come to church, your mind is, oh, let me just come, listen to the word, sing a few songs, pray, and go away. If that is your mentality, you may never encounter God at a certain level. Your mind must be open for more. Hallelujah. You see, during services, eh, sometimes God gives you certain instructions. Certain things you must do. And most of the time, because we are too carnally minded, we don't obey some of these instructions. And a lot of times, some of these instructions we receive are things that don't make sense. But that's why the Bible says, I have chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. The Bible says spiritual things are spiritually discerned. If we try to use logic to understand spiritual things, we'll, we'll always make a mistake. Sometimes God, God, would, God would just say, one man of God, he said, while he was preaching, his own wife, God told her to come to the front and put her feet on his feet and receive an impartation. There was administration she had ahead of her. And God said, told her, she felt it in her spirit that she should come forward while her husband is preaching to come and put her foot on the husband's foot. Me, I've seen a lot of strange things, especially during fire rally. If you read some of the testimonies in fire rally, me, I don't know how these things happen. Last year, somebody, after I finished ministering, we had clothes, so I was sitting down. I think now I was even sitting on my laps. And I was drinking water. She came, she said, she feels she must come and drink the rest of my water. Hey, me, I'm sweating. You, you were sitting down. <laughs> me, I preached. I sweated. He said she feels I must come and she must come and drink the rest of my water. I said, ah, okay, drink it. This lady turned. She started drinking. All I saw was that she had collapsed on the floor. They woke her up, woke her, woke her up. When she woke up, apparently when she fell asleep, she went into a trance and went into heaven. And God was showing her certain things. Just last year, virally. This one, it has nothing to do with my anointing. This one is supernatural. Somebody say supernatural. The Bible says, I have chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. I've told you this story before. A half night I was preaching at the, what do you call it? First towel I was using. While I was preaching, I didn't even start praying for people. This girl walked from the front, took the, the what do you call it? Yes, the, 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 the face towel and placed it upon her head and suddenly she started laughing laughed and laughed they tried controlling her she was like she was drunk in the spirit laughed and laughed and laughed like two hours they were trying to control throw her they put her in the corner it wasn't working took her outside like so they just left her after the service she was still sitting down laughing later we found out that this lady was actually suffering from depression 
And God just told her, go and take this mantle and put it on your head. And that depression left her and joy that she hadn't felt in a very long time just flooded her spirit like that. She said, this one has nothing to do with me. Because I didn't know she was coming to take me in my towel. It was just something I was using to wipe my sweat. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to tell you is that you need to be open to this thing called the supernatural for you to be able. She must have been sitting there and feeling the edge. But, oh, this thing, it will be shy also. Everybody is sitting down and then I'll just get up and go and take. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Just like some of the things Jesus did didn't make sense. Somebody has come. The person says, my eyes. I can't see. <laughs> Instead of laying hands on him, you spit and make mud and decide to smear the person's eyes. I mean, it doesn't make sense. In the first place, it's not even hygienic. We, the medical people, would have condemned him. What prophet is that? Doing strange things. But that was Jesus. People, snakes were biting Moses' people in the wilderness. You'd have expected him to lift the rod, that rod that can cause Red Sea to divide itself, the rod that can bring doomsaw on the whole of Egypt. You'd have expected him to just lift the rod, and the snakes to advise themselves. But God instructed him to erect a bronze serpent. Serpent is snake. And he told the people, Look at that snake. If you look at the snake, you get healed of your, the venom that is in your system. Imagine I finished preaching today and I said, Alpha, there's a snake in my boot. Come and erect it here. Anybody that is sick, look at tomorrow, newspapers, everybody, occultic doctor in face Kolebu with fake signs and wonders. What I'm trying to tell you is that when it comes to that realm of the supernatural, logic doesn't always apply. Unfortunately, some people have taken advantage of that and are misbehaving. Yeah. As part of the series, I'll preach a sermon I call Strange Fire. Yes. I'll show you the signs of fake signs and wonders. Strange Fire. Some people have taken advantage of it in the name of Akwanchere. And they are doing all sorts of things. So somebody will ask yourself, how is it possible to know if this thing is from God or not? My answer to you is that build up your spirit to the point where you can discern with your spirit and not with your mind. Hallelujah. If you try to use your mind, trust me, you will make mistakes. Trying to use your mind to understand spiritual things is like they say you should come and taste soup to see if there's too much salt in it. And you go and you put your finger inside for 30 seconds. Like, mm, the salt is okay. You are using the wrong tool for the right job. Because the Bible says spiritual things are spiritually discerned. So those who want to experience that thing called the supernatural, they must be open. Everybody say open. The third key, the first one is to be hungry, to be open. And the third key is for you to be bold. Everybody say be bold. There are certain realms, there are certain things, there are certain promises in the Bible. 
the only way you can experience them is for you to be bold. Something like healing, right? Healing is not only for evangelists. Healing is for everybody because it says, these signs shall follow them that believe. But a lot of people don't venture into some of these things, even at home, because of their what-if syndrome. What if nothing happens? They are afraid of being disappointed. But you see, once you get over that hurdle, anything is possible. Ransford, when we came from Takradi after Takradi, some of the things he saw, he was asking me, hey, you are, you are bold. I told him that these realms, if you are not bold, you can't walk in them. He was like, ah, when you're in ministry, you just said, somebody around me, born on the 15th of, of October. And somebody around me just came, came to kneel down. And I gave the person the word. He was like, hey, so what if you had said it and nobody came? I said, I would have still continued ministry. Ah, you pray for the person, the person doesn't get healed. Let the person come again. Even Jesus prayed twice for somebody. Jesus, who was anointed without measure. He prayed the first one. The person said, I see men as trees. What is the use of seeing men as trees? You need to see properly. He gave a second dose. So you, if Jesus is using two doses, you may have to use 10 or 20. But at the end of the day, don't give up. Because the healing will happen one day. Hallelujah. And these things, you try it at home. Your roommate, headache. Come, 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 come. Charlie. I rebuke you. This headache. You quote all the scriptures on healing. He was wounded for a translation. Bruised for a new. You finish. He says, head in. Eh, it's as if it's there small. He said, you go in 30 minutes. Come again. Second dose. Pray. He said, pray. Ah, if at the end of the day, guess you can. Your roommate says, this one there. I went there to parasitamokra. Believe that your prayer activated the power of the parasitamokra. I'm telling you. When you see people praying for sick people in public like that, they didn't start like that though. All of them started in some corner somewhere. Nobody gets up and one day, no, crowd of 100,000, hey, receive your healing. Go ask Bishop Dag. Bishop Dag said the first time he had a miracle crusade, he hadn't even prayed for a cripple to walk before. But on the poster, he made them put a picture of somebody holding a cripple, a, 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 what do you call it, crutches. Believing that it will happen. And for the first time, people held up their crutches and walked that day. I pray that some supernatural faith will come into you. Your child is having a fever. Lay hands on the child and pray and rebuke the fever. Rebuke it. And some of these things, they build your faith. You do it once, it doesn't happen. Continue. Keep on doing it. One day. Everybody say one day. You see the hand of God move. Hallelujah. When that thing happens, eh, you realize that your quiet time will be consistent for some time until you allow Satan to come in again. Because it's like you've seen God at work and suddenly Christianity comes alive to you. You become hungry for the things of God again. You want to go to church. You want to go for prayer meeting. It strengthens your belief in the power of God. Hallelujah. You must be bold. We need to go back into the days of people like Benson Idahosa. I asked for that man the kind of crazy things the man could do. They said someday he was at, on a working site. I think their church, they were building. And somebody fell from a height and hit his head on the ground and the skull broke into pieces. It's like their brains, it was all like scattered like that. This man rushed to the man, knelt down by his side, gathered the pieces of the, 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 the skull together in the brain and everything, prayed over it, 
and the man came back to life with his head intact. Somebody say boldness. I pray that God will inject some boldness into us. Because we are getting into a realm where people, their unbelief is too much. We need to start seeing some signs. We need to start seeing some signs. Idaosa was having a crusade in northern Nigeria and those fundamentalists came and tried to disrupt it and everything. He stood on the stage. He said, the next person who steps on the stage, according to your Islamic custom, you will be buried by sunset today. The people thought he was joking. First person set foot there, pa, dead. Second person, pa. The rest of them had to advise themselves run back. Somebody say boldness. We need to go back into the days of Elijah. One man could stand and challenge 850 demon possessed fetish priests. One man. He finished defeating them and on top of it he took a machete and butchered all of them. We need to go back into those days. There's one apostle in the, in the U.S. He's, he's one of these Hispanic apostles. Guillermo Maldonado. I don't know how many of you have heard of him. He's a man of signs and wonders. He went to a school and prayed over the young people. The fire of God fell. The next day, the people went into the hospitals in town and emptied the hospitals. Young school people. They emptied, emptied. Everybody was discharged. Everybody was, tell somebody there's a realm. Everybody was discharged. Anointed people have walked on this earth before. The John Wesley's yes, D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody enters a town and people can tell in their house that D.L. Moody is around because the atmosphere just changes. John Wesley. Somebody went into a town and was looking for alcohol to buy. He searched through the entire town. He couldn't get even one milliliter of alcohol. He said, ah, what kind of strange town is this that I can't get alcohol to buy? What is the reason for this? The person said, 100 years ago, somebody say 100 years. 100 years ago, a man called John Wesley passed through. I pray that that will be your story. That even as a normal doctor, normal nurse, normal banker, normal accountant, God will take you somewhere and the impact will last for generations because of the supernatural power of God. Supernatural power of God. Gifted people have come. There was one man of God, he died. He, he had gone into error. He was beginning to teach wrong things. And God warned him about his gift. He was gifted. He carried a serious presence. He could preach and a halo will appear on his head and everybody could see like that. God warned him, God warned him. He didn't listen. So God decided to take him away before he disgraces him too much. And he got an accident, very bad accident, he and his wife. The wife died instantaneously, but he was a bit groggy. Their son was actually following them, so he saw the accident. So the son came to the site of the accident. That time the father hadn't died yet. He asked, how is mommy? He said, mommy is dead. He said, just lift, all his bones were broken. He said, just lift my hand and touch her. 
his hand just touched the wife and the wife just came back alive and he died when they took him to the mortuary his body was broken all his bones were broken right in front of their eyes the bones started arranging themselves like that and the body was there intact in fact it is said that because they were on a highway they had to take him into a temporal mortuary before transferring him to a big hospital mortuary a temporal mortuary with just a few bodies when they wheeled his body into the mortuary every dead person in that mortuary came back alive Charles Finney will enter a factory and without opening his mouth the whole atmosphere changes that the factory of 3,000 workers shuts down and everybody's on their knees confessing their sins, giving their lives to Christ when a, not, not even a single message has been preached. Somebody say the supernatural. These are realms God wants to take people. You must be open and willing. God is prepared to open your eyes to see into people because look, there are a lot of problems to be solved. You must sleep and dream and dream about issues in your family. Some of your family things you've been praying, uh, you are not seeing results. It's because you are not getting specific direction. But after tonight, when you go to sleep, may you begin to have accurate dreams. Specific dreams. To tell you the source of the issues. So you can pray. Sometimes when you don't get the source and the problem is not solved. When Jesus was sleeping in the boat and the storm hit, when he rose up, the sea was what was raging. But he rebuked the wind. Because the source of the problem was the wind. The turbulence in the sea was being caused by the wind. So he rebuked the wind, but he spoke very gently to the sea. He said, see, relax, peace, be still. So that family member you are fighting is not a problem. Relax with that one. Speak gently to him. Pray and let God show you the source so you can rebuke the source. Somebody says Supernatural. Too many things are taking us by surprise. As children of God, we are not supposed to be blind. Our ears are supposed to be open. We should be able to hear God speak. We should be able to see into the future. We should be able to have understanding of the situations that are around us. One story I've told several times, and I'll keep telling it because I believe it inspires people. A friend of mine who went to preach at a crusade. He had never prayed for a cripple to walk before. And when he finished preaching, he said, bring me all the cripples. They brought in six people. In fact, it was more than six. Some in wheelchairs and all of that. Setting himself up for disgrace. He went to the first one. Rebuked the paralysis command you in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. The person was still in the wheelchair. Pray, 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 pray. Nothing happened. He was still sweating. He moved on to the next one. Pray, 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 pray. Nothing happened. Hey. Third one, nothing happened. Hey. Somebody by the third one would have said that this is not my ministry. Because you see, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, when they talk about the gifts of the Spirit, when it talks about healing, I'm sure many of you have not noticed, but when you go back, go and check. It is gifts of healing. It's plural. That means the gift of healing is no one. I would have convinced myself that maybe I don't have the gift for healing cripples. So by the third one, I would have stopped and said, oh, you use Mark 11. Jesus cursed the fig tree, but the fig tree didn't wither immediately. So you go home. 
maybe just like the fig tree, by 24 hours time, <laughs> you will walk. After the third one, he went to the fourth one, prayed. Nothing happened. He went to the fifth one, prayed. Nothing happened. He went to the sixth one with his last kappa, <laughs> prayed and commanded him to come out of the wheelchair and the person jumped out of the wheelchair and started walking. When the other five saw the miracle, their faith was stirred up and they all started getting up like that. In a day, six cripples walked at once. I pray that God will endure you with that kind of boldness. There's some relative of yours who is sick and the doctors have condemned. You don't need to wear a clerical. You don't need to be called an apostle. You are a child of God. You have the spirit of God. When you pray, God hears you. When you speak, God hears your voice. Master some courage and master some boldness and go and lay hands on that person and pray. If it doesn't happen immediately, come back again the next day, pray. Continue praying until something happens. And I believe God will reward your faith. God will show himself strong. In 2 Chronicles, he said, the eyes of the Lord roam through and through the earth and he's looking for somebody to show himself strong. God is looking for somebody to manifest his power through. Romans 8, 19 says, For the earnest expectation of the creature awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. The earth is waiting for you to manifest. You have been too cerebral in your thinking. You have been too logical. It's time for you to be supernatural as a believer. And I pray that as we go through this series, and I teach you about the gifts of the Spirit, and I teach you about the spirit world. I teach you about angels. I teach you about demons. I teach you about spiritual warfare. I teach you about things that are supernatural. Your senses in the supernatural will be heightened. And you begin to walk in the supernatural and see the supernatural power of God in your life. Shall we stand to our feet?